What's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions here. Episode 35. Yeah, coming in Thursday. Hot Thursday fresh. I'm Danny. <laughs> I'm Garrett. We got a couple of cool things we're going to talk about. Yes. Uh, so we wanted to get into this new Brian Cranston project, um, the Dangerous Book for Boys, the new TV show. Absolutely. Uh, we uh, are going to talk a little bit about some scientists who think they may th- have found a way to reactivate the gene that stops neurons from growing. So Love just- it neurodegenerative diseases are gone yeah um we're going to talk about the order 1886 which was one of our favorite games of all time that no one else liked but yes. uh the dev is super into the ip so that's really good news for yeah, us absolutely uh and then we want to talk about how uh the official announcement that donald glover is going to be playing lando in the little uh han solo standalone star wars movie fantastic fantastic yeah. fuck yes Exciting day, real cool. Um, also, if you missed it on Tuesday, we did want to announce that uh, we picked a winner for the Uncharted 4 giveaway. Yeah. Brad Blaze won it. There you go, uh, man. Super cool dude, seems like. So excited to have him as a fan. Big thanks to everyone who entered. We're going to be doing way more giveaways. We want to give away more stuff. Yes. We want to give away like multiple tiers like so we can have like a first, second, and third place. Fuck yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We had a blast doing it. You know, we met cool new people. We got new fans. Absolutely. Which is always awesome. Yeah, tell your friends. Yeah, so congrats, Brad. Uncharted 4 is fucking awesome. Yes. Um, so get into that. You get a grappling hook. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of grappling hooks. Oh, yeah, it's the best. So, yeah, so in TV land, uh, Dangerous Book for Boys, which is basically the first project of Brian Cranston's own TV production company. Yeah, which is fucking cool because he should have one. Absolutely. It's also called Moonshot, which I love. Yeah. That's fucking dope. So anyway, yeah. Um, so Brian Cranston is doing this story and it's it's really fucking cool. I just this really jumped out to me that it's something I really, really wanted to talk about because it, it really is awesome. So, back in 2007, this guy in England, he wrote a book called Dangerous Book for Boys, and he wrote it for his three sons, and it's a nonfiction book, and it's basically just like a guidebook to like what he thinks would be a good childhood slash life. Right, it's basically like, okay, my kids are growing up in a world of like anime and video games and Nintendo, Mm -hmm. which is fine, but like, here's this other stuff. Yeah. And so it's really neat because the entire idea is that Brian Cranston wants to take that and make an actual narrative about it with basically three kids. I'm guessing boys, but mm-hmm. but maybe not. Maybe maybe they're not all boys. But basically, the entire idea is that they they don't have a dad present, and so they have this book, and they're going to be following this book and learning these lifelong lessons, right? Which is really really fucking cool. It's such a cool idea, and more cool than that is that. They said that the whole point of it is that they want to make it really work for both adolescents as well as adults. Right, right, right. So, you know, it's something that, uh, you know, kids can watch with their parents, which really fits with the entire idea of it. Right. Uh, but yeah, like that's that's really cool and it's hard to do. But uh, it's, it's so fucking cool. So anyway, yeah, the, this book came out in 2007 and it was like an immediate bestseller. Right. Did incredibly well. I, I'm interested in reading it. I never I never read it, but uh, it immediately spawned like all sorts of stuff. Like it, it spawned like board games and like activity sets 
a chemistry set. Right. It even spawned like a, a, a girl version, uh, which it was called the daring book for girls. Right. So yeah, it's like super fucking cool. But yeah, I just, I, I really, I really like the idea. And, and and the book gets into lessons like mainly like trouble stuff, honestly, like, right, and, right, and, right. and I really liked that, but it's like how to build go-karts and uh, like rules for how to play poker and, and famous battles and, and all sorts of stuff. So it's just like this, this yeah. primer. For, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like a reference book for like how to be like a kid, basically. Yeah. yeah and super neat. That's super, super cool. And uh, I'm I'm really interested to see how it actually plays out in the in the narrative, and I, I think if anyone can do it, it's Brian Cranston. So, pop. yeah, like with his experience now in uh, Malcolm in the Middle mm-hmm. and Breaking Bad, right? Like I can't imagine this show not being phenomenal. It's also an yeah. uh, Amazon original, so that puts a lot more juice into it, yeah, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to be fucking radical. Yeah, I'm excited about it. But yeah. yeah, I did I did read that they they hugely wanted it to be this can like. Your kids will latch onto this, so they'll watch it, but mm-hmm. it won't be like boring for adults either. Right. So like it'll be interesting for both, which yeah. I, I mean that those shows have existed, obviously. Sure. Uh, but it's always cool to see one that's done really well. Yeah. That the whole fam can just hang out, or you know, someone who doesn't have kids like me can can still enjoy <laughs> right. it. Right. Um, but I think it's man. I think it sounds great. I think yeah. it's going to be really cool. Yeah, I, I like the idea a lot, and it's it is really cool because, and I learned this in the last couple of years because I have uh, nieces and a nephew now, and. uh Man, some kids shows, and by that I mean a lot of kids shows, are fucking trash. Yeah, that you, you it's, they're unwatchable yeah. unless you're a kid, and, and obviously kids eat them up. But it's like, oh geez, I, I can't watch like 45 seconds of this. I yeah. w- what's happening? And but of course, kids are like, whoa, right. yeah. What's that? What's that pig show? Oh no, there's that pig show that kids like that no is idea. like unwatchable. I tried to watch uh, a, a show that I loved as a kid. Uh, was Bucky O'Hare. Mm-hmm. I loved Bucky O'Hare when I was like four. And uh, what's really funny is one of my friends had just like Bucky O'Hare on VHS mm-hmm. when I was like 17, 18. And uh, I, I mentioned something like, oh, I love Bucky O'Hare. He's like, let's pop it in for like nostalgia. Bad fucking idea. It's fucking unwatchable. Yeah, it absolutely is. I We couldn't finish the first episode. And the first episode was like 15 minutes yeah. long. And it was like... Oh God! But I remember being like four and five, and, and being like, "This is the best. This is the th- pinnacle of human achievement." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this and Ninja Turtles cartoon, best thing on the planet. Which the original Ninja Turtles cartoon also almost unwatchable yeah. at this point. At least the first like season. Mm-hmm. Like, there's all kinds of weird like animation mistakes and like color fuck ups. Oh, like their so bandanas weird. will be the wrong color, and like voice actors will just spontaneously change. <laughs> like I think there's like some like uh, here's an episode where like. Cam Clark was sick, so like somebody else just stepped in and like did his <laughs> did the voice for a minute. I'm serious, dude. Like really? the, Ninja, the Ninja Turtles voices will be like wrong in episodes. Whoa! Like they'll be like, "Hey Donatello," and then he'll just have like Raphael's voice for like the whole episode. And weird. Like, well, Someone just got confused. Yeah, and just like weird ass like their oh their head is like giant or like their eyeballs don't have pupils or like their Ugh. feet are like fucking floating around. It's weird. Terrible. I don't like it. But yeah, so I think this show's gonna be fucking radical. But there's no more to be said about it right now. There's no more deets. Yeah, we don't have any news or casting or anything like that, or even mm-hmm. really an idea of what the show is actually going to consist of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just sounds like a really cool premise. Yep. Cool. So uh, morphing on over to science and tech, I want to talk about something that is really, it's basically the watch of the shit that I talk about. 
which is advancements in like brain science and, mm-hmm. and, and gene therapy and all that kind of shit. It's, right. I talk about it like almost every episode. It's real. I um, love it though. So yeah, I wanted to talk about this. Uh, these scientists, they're from the German Center for Neurodegenerative Disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, this is all again, theoretical, Yeah, but they think that they may have found the gene that causes neurons to stop growing. Yeah. So there's a point in adulthood where the neurons in your brain are, they receive some signal telling them to stop growing. Yeah. And while that's not a problem, if your brain just stays fine, mm-hmm. if, you know, anything happens that damages them, right. like a neurodegenerative disease, right. like Parkinson's or something like mm-hmm. that. Once those are damaged, they just, that's it. They just stay damaged till you die. Right. You don't get better. No. Yeah, you don't. You get worse. But yeah, so they think they may have found the gene that stops them. And if they can reverse that, then that's, that's it. Right. You cure all neurodegenerative diseases. Which is wild. Yes. Um, so basically, they, you know, they were looking through uh, mice and cell cultures, mm-hmm. studying all the different genes. And, you know, there's a fucking shit ton of genes, obviously, uh, in every nerve cell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they found one that they think is the one that they need. Uh, it's, uh, but basically, it's a gene that uh, helps with um, synapse formation and function. Okay. Uh, so it's sort of br- is the final, like, gap bridger in a, in a nerve cell. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if this is the correct gene and then they can find out, you know, how to edit it correctly. Mm -hmm. Then just Parkinson's is gone. Well, which is wild. Um, again, like I said, you know, it's all theoretical right now. And, you know, once they even are able to verify that this is the correct thing, like who even knows if, you know, how long it'll take for them to figure out how to make it, you know, to change it. And then to do like human Human studies, animal studies, human studies, clinical trials, Mm -hmm. FDA approval, et cetera. Um, but just even the fact that we're dipping our toe into that future. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Because it is absolutely awful and terrifying. The, the Even the thought of, like, your brain, like, betraying you is absolutely terrifying. And having had to watch it, uh, it, it it's basically, it's like, the it's worse than death right. uh, in my eyes. It's, and it's just, like, I can't even imagine. Just, like, your brain just literally, like, turning against you. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, so... You know, along with like cancer, it's up there to me with like cancer is like, this is the shit that we should be absolutely working on and global warming. Right. And like getting this shit eradicated before like anything else, because it is, it's absolutely terrifying and it can just happen to anybody. And it's like, oh. It can just get you. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's really, the potential is really cool. I'm obsessed with like trans and post-humanism. Sure. So e- anything that's like extending uh human life and also improving quality of human life I'm, yeah. all, I'm all for it fuck yeah so you know we're we're kind of and we talk about this all the time mm-hmm. that you know we might miss like the golden age sure by like a generation or maybe even less yeah you know what i mean we might just have gone too far down like the age path <laughs> right. once all this stuff happens and we just can't be redeemed <laughs> like we literally could be like old men like in like hospice mm-hmm. when all this cool shit comes out and right. we just die anyway yeah because uh, we're we're going to be real close to the line. Yeah. It, it, we are really close to the line, and hopefully they they get some of the stuff out that they've been you know doing tests on like with rats and stuff mice that like reverses aging and what have you because that's what we need. Yeah. So that then if you get that, even if you hit like ninety five when they roll that shit out, you just get a fucking glimpse and then you fucking revert. Right. That's what I need. Yeah. The trick is just let me get these like super 
fucking like cell rejuvenation pills yep. to just keep me alive until all the other cool stuff comes out. Exactly. So then I can just get laser hair. Yeah. Put me in this, put me in this fucking zero tau pod. Oh, uh, yeah, and let me never, let me never worry about it. That's a reference to my favorite novel series, which Garrett is currently reading. Fuck so yeah. fired up about that reference. Way to go. Yeah. Appreciate you. Yeah. It really is like the coolest thing though. It's just like, Oh, let me just get in this this pod that like time doesn't exist. Yep. And then I just stay in there for like 50 years and I get out and y'all have cured everything and I just get a shot. Yep. There's people in this book series that do that just like as a lifestyle. Yeah. Like, oh, just shut me in here and like turn me off for like, fi- like 50, 200, uh, you know, 300 years. Yeah. And I'll just pop back out and see what's going on and just hang out for a few years. I just want to see future cars. I just want to know where the gold at. <laughs> Oh, man. So we have mentioned it a few times before on this podcast about how sometimes Danny and I just have opinions about shit, especially video games that no one else has. Uh, Oh, yeah. We have unwanted opinions. (laughs) So in this regard, fitting perfectly within that paradigm is The Order 1886. Which is one of the best games ever made. Seriously. Uh, It's goddamn incredible. And uh, it absolutely flopped. Everyone hated it but us. Yeah, everyone, like, it, it wasn't even about them hating it. it. Like, people, like, made fun of it. It, it was, like, a thing. It was, like, mm-hmm. a fucking No Man's Sky. Um, yeah, it's just crazy. It came out in 2015, and uh, it was incredible. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it was so crazy because it was one of those that, like, it was getting such bad reviews that I was like, ooh, I guess I shouldn't play it. And then one day I was like, you know what? I'll just red box it for, like, two bucks. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's go. And it's fucking incredible. Yeah. Now, to be fair, before we get into it, I would just do want to say that we did both play it after it had already been out for a while, right. and the hype had kind of died down, and the stink had kind of died down. Right. And we both red boxed it, so we played it for like five bucks. Yeah, yeah. So, so that does that does give us a little bit of a bias, just to say sure, that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Because that was a lot of people's concerns was like, this is not a sixty dollar game, but. It always pisses me off because, like, that's not a reason to pan a game. Yeah. Like, that's not a reason for, a, like, criticism of an overall quality of a game. Is unless, that, like, unless it's marketed as being more than such. Sure. But, yeah, it's just like, yeah, that's that's a good point. But, yeah, it's just, it's so frustrating because it's like, dude, we pay, like, eight eight bucks or more to go to, to a movie mm-hmm. that lasts sometimes, like, an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, no one complains about that. But then it's like, oh, well, I only got 12 hours out of this video game. And it's like, that's 12 hours, bro. If that's 12 awesome fucking hours, what the fuck are you complaining about? Yeah. Uh, I get it. Like, not every game is a 40 plus hour game. Not every game is Witcher. Right. You know, but like, anyway, to get into the positives of this game, one, it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. So I would say now... As video games do, you know, it's been a year since the game came out, so right. it's probably in, like, the top 12 prettiest games of all time. Right, right. When it came out, it was the best-looking game I'd ever seen. Yeah. And it, it's, it's still stupid. up there. Yeah, it's stupid. It Its gameplay literally looks better than some games, like, like video sequences. Yeah. It's stupid pretty. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, it has some of the coolest uh, weapon design that I've ever seen yeah. in a video game yeah, or it's, a movie. It's fucking incredible. Yeah, like... like a big portion of the game is that you have all these weapons that aren't just normal guns. You Mm -hmm. have regular guns too, but then you have like thermite guns and like electricity guns and all sorts of shit. And they're all fucking cool. They all look cool and they all do cool stuff. That thermite gun is one of the coolest things I've ever done in a video game. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, but on top of that, it has, 
absolutely outstanding, phenomenal voice acting, dialogue. Oh, yeah. The characters are awesome. They're all really believable. Even even with it being like a you know a short game, it is you know I, I think I did it in twelve hours. Mm-hmm. I think you did it in like nine or ten. Uh, you you really latch on to these characters and you really like them and they they're really deep. Even though you don't get a lot of backstory in it, uh, I mean I will I will say that like that was my only detraction from the game was that like I wanted more right, uh, which is not a bad thing to have in a game. You know, it's like man, I just want more of this. Like, but everything's fucking cool. Uh, the storyline is fucking awesome, and the writing is really well done. I, I would say that the only only real downside to the game, other than it not being longer, I guess, but I mean, even that, that's not a detraction for me. But it, there were some redundancies in the game. Some of the sequences were like pretty much identical. Yeah, so basically my only real complaint about the game is that early, early in the game, there's sort of like a boss fight or like a mini boss fight mm-hmm. um, that's very like reaction command or quick time event, if you prefer, heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the end of the game, the final boss fight is literally exactly the same. Yeah, the exact same like fight. Like, the animations are exactly the same. Yeah. It's the exact same fight. Yeah. So that's my real only complaint with the game. Mm-hmm. But it's such a small thing. Like, it yeah. takes away nothing from the, the journey. Yes. The journey is all what it's all about. Like, yeah. the set pieces and, mm-hmm. like, the the costumes and, like, the enemies. And, like, just, like, taking out your lightning gun and just, like, slashing Ooh. someone's arm off with it. Yes. Like, you just lock onto them and, like, this arc of electricity just comes, like, flipping out of it and just like oh, yeah. they're literally like a whip just slashes their arm off and you just fucking get them yeah and then like the thermite gun so the thermite gun has like primary fire which is like you basically spray a cloud of thermite mm-hmm. which are little pellets and actually do damage mm-hmm. and then you can switch to secondary fire and like fire a flare out and ignite all the thermite in fuck the air yeah. and just like fuck everyone's lives up. oh yeah and it's and it's like when they give it to you they, they kind of bill it as like uh destruction of environment which mm-hmm. it does that very well but also you just make people feel sorry about being alive oh yeah it's like some, there's there's a couple sequences in the game where there's just like an overwhelming amount of enemies and then you're like oh there's a thermite gun here here we go oh, yeah, y'all and you are, just y'all are gotten yeah you just you just tell people to shut the fuck up yeah but that lightning gun is fucking dope too and there's several other weapons that are like that and in addition to having like really cool just regular shotguns and really cool uh you know regular assault rifles and stuff I will say that the fucking, uh, the shotguns in that game, that's, it was one of those tropes of where shotguns do just infinite, they, they, they think that shotguns are tank rounds. Yeah. Like if you get shot with a shotgun, you can, you can like eat other bullets and just kind of not care about it. Some dude from like five feet away hits you with a shotgun. You are dead. And like the last decade is dead. It yep. just, it, it's just like, Ooh, like there was one part in that game where I was getting so frustrated about all the shotgun guys because you have to fight like seven of them at once, and all they have to do is like breathe on you. And you're yeah, dead. I don't know what it was because we had other friends who pretty much like were real frustrated with the shotgun guys. There's a specific yeah. enemy type in the game that has like a full suit of like armor, like mm-hmm. basically like knight armor and right. then shotguns. Right. And you had a big problem with that, and we had a friend who had an even bigger problem with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I never one time had a problem with it. I don't yeah. know what about my game went differently for me right. that I was able to like come up with some weird strategy right. that I never even noticed that there was an issue yeah, mine until was, you guys talked about yeah, it. Yeah, mine was only like two parts. There were like two specific parts in the game that I remember being like, God damn it, these fucking shotgun guys. Uh, and, and I mean, it wasn't a huge problem, but it was like, it was frustrating enough temporarily that i felt like talking about it but it wasn't that big of a deal yeah like our our friend was like losing his mind about it i think i don't know if he ever finished the game wow i don't remember he might have quit forever but yeah that it's it's and it's so it's so frustrating because danny and i both played it and we fucking loved it 
And uh, and then like constantly for like months, people would bring it up and be like talking shit about it. And we'd it, come in fucking, oh, yeah. fucking ex machina about it. Yeah, I'd come in fucking thermite rounds about it. Oh, just yeah. like shut the fuck up. This game is fucking incredible. But and it pissed me off too because it's one of those that people were making fun of it without having ever played it. Yeah. And people were like, oh, it might be like an order. And it's like, did you play it? Well, no, but it, it got really bad reviews. You're part of the problem. Yeah. Go Redbox it. Yeah. It's probably still at Redbox. Yeah. You can probably get it at GameStop for like $3 yeah, at this Yeah. Or point. get it on like Gamefly for like $3. <laughs> yeah. And it's 100% worth it. It is fucking awesome. Yeah. So basically we just like just beat off about the game. But the point is, is that the developers have said that they feel that the IP has legs. Well, not necessarily for a video game sequel, right, right. but in some medium, they believe that the Order IP mm-hmm. deserves, deserves something. something else. Yeah, yeah. And and what was really cryptic about it is that when when the the lead developer was asked about it, uh, he he like said like you have to ask Sony, and it was like, oh, what are y'all working on here? So yeah, but like an anime would be fucking incredible. Yeah, Can you yeah. imagine like a oh, real shit. badass anime? Yeah. I, Honestly, if there was ever a video game that I feel like would perfectly translate to television or film, it's that game. Yeah. Because I would, I would, as much as I love TV, unless it gets picked up by like Netflix. Right. I have to, I have to say movie. Yeah. 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 Because the costumes and the weapons and Uh the CG of like the enemies is so fucking important. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Because honestly, it could easily not look as good as the video game. And that's just stupid. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because that's one of the things that's like mind blowing about the game is that like in the very beginning of it, uh, one of the first sequences is it's like, here's these binoculars, like look around and find this thing. And you're looking, you're like, what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah, a lot of the game is just like, like masturbatory graphic scenes. (laughs) Yes. Like, oh. like every time you get a new gun, you yeah. just have like an examine the gun sequence. Yeah, like and, you, and you actually can. Yeah, yeah, like your character just holds the gun up to the camera and you can like just pan and twist and look at all the different like uh, details of it. And it's so cool. And like there's a lot of scenes of like just slowly walking with like your costume like billowing in the wind uh. and like looking like real fabric and lots of scenes of you just like walking down an alleyway and you can yes. see like just like the windows and the fruit on the ground and everything's just, it's it's a beautiful game. Yeah, who whoever the guy was. That was like, he came up with all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. It deserves awards. Like in Terrence Texture King? Yeah, yeah. Like, there was some guy that was like, I just designed all these guns and, like, this knife sword. Right. That And it's the, just the coolest looking thing. Have you seen this? Yes, I have. You deserve all the money. Yeah. Give him the money. So, I wanted to spend a couple of parsecs on movies. Um, <laughs> you're fucking welcome. Yes. So we did get news uh, today that uh, Donald Glover was officially announced as uh, Lando in yes. the Han Solo standalone Star Wars movie. Fuck yes. It'd been like like fan requested and rumored forever. Yeah, it had. Absolutely had. Basically like since the day the Han Solo movie got announced. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to be starring along um, Alden Ehrenreich, who is playing Han Solo. Right. Uh, it's being directed by Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. Who uh-huh. weirdly did like Clouded with a Chance of Meatballs and the Lego movie? Oh, really? Um, I didn't know but that. Also, the two Jump Street movies. Really? Yeah. Huh. What a weird fucking career. Yes. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, it's those two as the two main characters, right? Uh, and then the, it's being directed by those guys, so it should be fucking great. Um, I think it's awesome casting. Yes. I think it's phenomenal. Yes. I'm really curious to see because you know. In the time period and with Lando's character, he was very much like a cool guy. Right. But I think that he'll probably be more of like a scrub. 
Yeah. Like yeah. he'll kind of be like, kind of like a, not necessarily like a dork, but like a, <laughs> like almost like a try hard. Right. Right. I think they probably both will be. That, I, I like that. And I, I like think that. that that casting of Donald Glover is fucking perfect. I do too. Yeah. I, I'm really, really fucking pumped. I, I really like Donald Glover for sure. Obviously I like the character, uh, but it'll be cool. Honestly, more than anything, because we, you know, we haven't really ever gotten to explore his character. Right. Right. Like we know that he was a scoundrel. We know mm-hmm. that he was a smuggler. Spoiler alert, he's definitely going to own the Millennium Falcon and lose it to Han Solo in a Sabacc game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's canon. Yep, that's going to have to be in the movie. Yep, off the chain. And that'll be really cool to see it play out. But uh, yeah, like we've never really gotten to see like uh, how did he end up becoming like the fucking uh, administrator of Cloud City, which is an incredibly powerful position. Yep. Uh, how? Like he was just a fucking smuggler. Yep. He got fucking Davos right in there. So it's going to be fucking dope. That's a good ref. Thanks. But yeah, I'm really curious. Uh, we're going to see a lot of stuff that yeah. we've wondered about yeah. forever. Fuck yeah. Um, so it should be really exciting to just kind of see like the meeting and mm-hmm. like being like teenage scrubs. Yep. Because it, it does say that it takes place years before. Right. Like the, the original trilogy, uh-huh. which Han Solo wasn't old in the right. original trilogy. Right. He was like a young dude. Yep. So they're basically going to be like, 20 yeah hanging out yeah um so i'm fucking super excited about it um one thing that i wanted to i don't really go into like direct quotes from things that i read that often but i did want to say like tell this exact direct quote from uh the two directors so they said uh we're so lucky to have an artist as talented as as donald join us uh these are big shoes to fill and an even bigger cape and this one fits him perfectly which will save us money on alterations. Also we'd like to publicly apologize to Donald for ruining Comic-Con for him forever. <laughs> because Donald Glover go- goes to Comic-Con right, right, to right. just go. Yeah. But now yeah, he's now in them Star Wars. Check it out. Can't ever have fun at Comic-Con. Oh yeah, day. fuck man, I didn't think about that. That's yeah. awesome. And they said it. They literally That's said awesome. it. That's awesome. That's so fucking cool. I wonder, I, I really do. I So one, I have no fucking clue where Lando's from, mm-hmm. but I wonder if he's Karelian, one, mm-hmm. and two, if it's going to show Karelia. <gasps> Ooh, yeah, zesty. Because we've never seen it. Yep. Man, if you didn't know, uh, Karelia is where Han Solo is from, and it, in the Star Wars universe, is known for, like, pilots. Yeah. Uh, for, like, especially, like, people exactly like Han Solo. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like he's kind of the epitome of Karelian. Yeah. And uh, so it's, like, big time, like, Piloting is huge. Ship uh, production, manufacture is huge. Uh, but especially like smugglers and racers and like dudes that kind of, you know, flaunt, you know, lawlessness. Right. Et cetera. So that's a, that's a really cool thing. And we've never gotten to see it. Not once. It's, it's never it's never been explored in the cinematic universe. Big time in the books, which aren't canon anymore. But um, and maybe maybe in the uh, animated series, which I still haven't finished. I don't know if they've ever ever dipped into Corelli at all, but I don't know actually. I know that Lando has been in the Star Wars Rebel show, okay. and he was voiced by Billy Dee Williams. Oh, really? But I don't Dang. know what, like, in what context he okay. appeared in it. Yeah, no idea. But yeah, I didn't know that. That's cool. But yeah, it's a super cool character, and it would be. I don't know if he's from Corellia, but that. But I mean, for the Han Solo movie, I would hope that they would show it. Yeah, but it also could be like. I mean, I'm sure. I'm almost positive they'll show it. Sure, because. It would be weird not to. Sure. But Lando might not necessarily be from there. Right. It might be like Han like finally leaves Corelli for the first time mm-hmm. and then meets this fucking dude and they yeah. fucking make a bet and then he gets a ship. Yep. Yep. Also, do you think we're going to see 
Han like meeting Chewie for the yeah, first I was, time. Yeah, I was wondering how the, if they do that, if how it's going to play out. Because like seeing, going into detail of like the life debt and everything. Yeah, that would be, be fucking oh. real goddamn cool. Uh, yeah. Man, I don't, I don't know. I also want to see him like get into like how he learned uh, Rodian, mm-hmm. which is like... Like it's a, it's a pretty fucking unusual thing, yeah. And uh, and it's kind of just tossed out. But he also knows binary, which mm-hmm. is what R two speaks, among other things. I mean, like that that's it's kind of glossed over. It's not really talked about much about Han, but he fully speaks Wookiee, Rodian, yeah. and binary, minimum. Yeah. Uh, so it's like you know he's not an idiot, and and he's kind of presented as just like, you know, it's just Han, and he's like kind of like the silly good pilot guy. Right. It's like no, there's more to him, and it's explored more in the books, but. It's not really ever, even in the new movie, it wasn't really explored all that much that like there is more going on to Han right. Solo. So it should be super cool. I'm excited about it. Fuck Again, yeah. like he's been rumored to be playing Lando for fucking ever. Yep. So it's cool to finally get that official announcement. Absolutely. Um and you know, I'm I'm really excited to start seeing all these like uh non like main storyline mm-hmm. Star Wars movies. Absolutely. Yeah. Um you know, Rogue One comes out in like a month and a half or yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to touch on that because, and it, I posted it on Facebook a few days ago. But like that fucking uh, was it a Vice article mm-hmm. that I saw that was like a new new Rogue One trailer finally convinces me that Rogue One's not going to be bad. Yeah, or not, so, like that's not what it said, but that was the gist of the article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like now it's it, it, it might. That's what it said. It was like it might not be like a big pile of shit, and it's yeah. like who's fucking thinking that? Yeah, like I. Wasn't even thinking that before I saw the trailer, and then the trailer did nothing but like bolster my interest in this fucking movie. Yeah, I, and then it's like that's weird. That's a, that's like a hot as fuck opinion to come in on. Yeah, I, I kind of felt like maybe it was like contrarianism for the sake of like yeah. clicks. Yeah, maybe because no one ever once thought that Rogue One looked bad. Yeah, I, I was like, I was like baffled. I read that and I was like, first and foremost, like the idea sounds fucking dope, but mm-hmm. secondly. The trailers look the even the first, first one trailer. Yeah, it just looks goddamn incredible. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So I was like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Fuck oh. that. Uh yeah. but yeah, I'm really excited to start seeing these spin-off movies. Fuck um yeah. recently Joss Whedon said that he's interested in doing yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be that, fucking like, dope. It never really came up of him doing Star Wars because he would rather do one that's not tied to the main story. Sure. And yeah. now that's like a thing that's just happening. Yeah. And they might just keep like, shitting them out. Yeah. So let's make that happen. Fuck. Yeah. Say I won't see a Joss Whedon fucking star <laughs> war. Well, that, that, and that's cool. Cause it's kind of touching on what we talked about last week with uh fantastic beast is like the sky is the limit, right? They, they could, they could make infinite star Wars movies. Yep. Especially if they differ from, ca- if they, if they differ from Canon, they get away from Canon. Or I'm sorry, what like the the main trilogies and stuff, and and like that like super well established story and those right. characters, they they can just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, especially now that they've kind of thrown away all of the uh, EU. Right. That there's there's no real limits there. They can just be like, oh, we got these guys now, and they're fucking dope. Yep. You've never seen them because they're on the far reaches. We made they're in the movies. Yep. Fucking beam me up. It's the wrong franchise. <laughs> God, I fucking hate. <laughs> anyway, well, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, cool. Fucking dope. Yeah, Thursday's app. <sighs> All right. See you next time.
complete. Program terminated.